Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. Thank you for joining us this morning for Win Community Prayer. I'm going to start off this morning by reading an article that's published on the World Wide Web, but it's also um, part of a newspaper. But I thought it was very interesting. It's a European newspaper. And it says, exorcists warn Vatican over beautiful young vampires and satanic yoga. And it goes on to talk about there is a proliferation of beautiful young vampires in TV series and Hollywood films, including True Blood and the Twilight movies. And these are encouraging young people to dabble with occult forces. A leading authority on demonic possession has warned of Vatican-backed exorcism course. It goes on to say that there are those who try to turn people into vampires and make them drink other people's blood or encourage them to have special sexual relationships to obtain special powers, says Professor Ferrari uh, at the meeting in Rome, which heard that the number of such possessions is rising globally. These groups are attracted by the so-called beautiful young vampires that we've seen so much of in recent years. Professor Ferrari is heard who has an Italian occult watchdog, the group on research and social religious information. That's the name of his um, organization. Said exorcism should only be conducted by properly trained priests. Although the Vatican regards genuine demonic possession as rare, with many suspected cases proven to be people with mental illness, Pope Francis has urged to ensure that they follow Catholic law and have at least one trained Exorcists each. The Swiss exorcist, Father Chouquois, told the Independent that this week's course, attended by exorcist 
priests, and lay people was vital in order to raise awareness on priest skills in fighting evil. The ministry of performing exorcism is little known among priests. It's like training to be a journalist without knowing how to do an interview. He said, noting that the diet, I don't know why I'm struggling with that word this morning. And um, he said, noting that they were experiencing a surge in reports of symptoms of possession. In 2012, it emerged that in Milan, the biggest in, in the world, has installed an exorcism hotline to cope with the demand for exorcism. In fact, there, the number of exorcists have increased from 6 to 12 with a, with, to cope with a 100% rise in the number of requests for help over the past 15 years. Father Cicery says that that has to tell you something. He claims to have seen possessed people exhibiting unearthly strength. For example, a small woman could not be pinned down by three strong men. He just goes on to say that the church was proof because of the sex abuse scandal. The church was approved was proof that the devil is at work even inside the Vatican. He took a similarly dim view of fantasy novels and yoga. Practice in the later latter, he says, open was open one up to evil, just like reading Harry Potter. And this article goes on to talk about some other things like gay rights and homosexuality, and many of the other things that this particular priest feels like are a negation of how man is defined according to the Bible. Well, why would I bring that up? I think it's important that the church recognizes that there is an increase, an onslaught in our world, in our culture, of things that can only be explained by using the term demonic possession. There are a few things in this article that I find to be interesting some of the things that he has identified as key issues. In the United States of America, 72% of the population professes to possess a Christian worldview. Yet, we're constantly bombarded with images of the very things 
that the Vatican has shown to be issues in our culture causing an increase in demonic activity. So church, whether you want to believe it exists or not, whether we want to rationalize away the things that we see, there has been a longstanding of recognizing that some things just come from the evil genius. If you believe that there is a Christ, then on the other hand, it's really only logical that you have to have an explanation of the scene behind the scene. So I think it's very important that as Christians, we begin to recognize that there is a scene behind the scene and that our world is being opened up to demonic possession through literally training a whole generation that is actually beautiful and sexy to drink the blood of another person. that it's beautiful and it's sexy to engage in occult activities. I cannot imagine without a shift and what we're seeing and experiencing in our world. What things will look like in another 15 years. If within 15 years we have seen a 100% increase in exorcism in the Catholic Church, one priest alone has administered 70,000 exorcisms in his lifetime. Mass media, Facebook, all of the ways in which we communicate, open up humanity to exponential rates of exposure to occultic activity. There are schools that read Harry Potter. We're looking at whole classrooms being exposed at any given period to what's contained in a Harry Potter novel. Then you add to it the um, television presentation. So we need to be ready as a church, just like the Vatican is getting ready. We need to read the signs of the time and recognize 
whether we like it or not. It's not safe to be lukewarm. It's not safe to have a form of godliness and deny God's power. God is calling for a people that know their God. The people that know their God will do great exploits. Everything that we need to know, Scripture already tells us. It's interesting to read an article that's been published on the subject. But we already know that there's a book called the Bible who's already spoken about what we will begin to see and what we are now seeing in the world system. So my challenge to each of us is how will you prepare? What will you do to posture yourself? to deal with what's going on in our world, in our world system? How do we raise godly children? How do we create an atmosphere where Jesus is Lord? I'm being challenged even this moment. We have all kinds of things to distract us. I often marvel that most of what we use as Christians to cross-reference the Bible is actually information that was developed before the information age. Our cross-references like Dake and all of the various theologians, we've entered this into an information database and we're able to pull up all of this information from years gone past, Thompson Chain, cross-reference, all of these wonderful tools. But in the information age, I find it amazing that some of the information that we are accessing isn't new. It was from a time of scholarship where there were not the distractions that we have now. So my challenge, and this is my personal challenge to me, is to find out with fresh eyes what God has been speaking 
to limit my distractions in a very busy world that can cause you to be busy doing nothing, wasting God's time and his energy. So I want to maximize every moment, even scheduling recreation. Because I believe that this is a season of preparation for me. And reading this article helps me to understand the seriousness of the hour. And the world may pretend that some things are foolishness. Yet in the midnight hour, cry out for help and deliverance. And we as a church need to be prepared because part of what Jesus commissioned us to do is to teach and preach. Cast out devils and heal the sick. For we are to be like Christ in the earth. And those that name the name of Jesus Christ, we will be accountable to God for what we do with what we know. To whom much is given, much is required. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I praise you and I thank you for an opportunity to co-labor with you and the earth. Father, I thank you for bringing this article to my attention. I thank you, Father, that you're waking up the sleeping giant that has been seduced into passivity, ignoring the signs of the time and trying to be like the world instead of being like Jesus. Father, there are those of us who have idolized the world and the worldly possessions that some have. We have sought to create an environment that looks like the world in prosperity, in imagery. But, Father, I ask that you would give us all a fresh vision of what our life should look like. And the simplicity of life in Christ. That we would develop a single eye, a single vision. That you would show us how to create atmospheres that would surround our loved ones, so that the love of God would be so evident in our life that we would not be tossed to and fro by the cares of this world, by other people's opinions of us, 
even by what we think of ourselves. Father God, you said in your word you have given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And that your kingdom is an invisible kingdom because it resides on the inside of each of your children. And it's only as we do the hard work of committing ourselves to your process that your kingdom is revealed to all of humanity. Lord, let your kingdom come. Your will be done. That which you have decreed, that which you have purposed over each of our lives. Father, let us live the simplicity of your truth. You said to cast all your cares on you, for you care for us. Lord, this morning we give you the cares of this world. Father God, we give you the anxiety. You said to be anxious for nothing. Father God, we bless the provision that you've given us. For we recognize that Jesus was able to feed the multitude from one person's lunch. Lord, we get so hung up that we ignore what you have placed in front of us. The disciples were upset. How are we going to feed the thousands, Father? Jesus, shouldn't they go home? Shouldn't they figure something out? It's getting late. The village markets are closed. Everybody's on the mountaintop listening to you. <laughs> this is CP version. And Jesus said, what, what are you upset about? And went to get a few loaves and a few fish. And he blessed it. And broke it and multiplied it. Father, I hear you saying in our heart, what do we have in our hands? That you're waiting to bless. That you take the little bit and when you breathe life on it and you bless it, what seems like it's not enough becomes more than enough. And our cup runs over with blessings. Now, 
not just in material wealth. Father, sometimes it feels like we can't love anymore. There's only, we can't hardly breathe, Father. But, Lord, if we would give you our breath, our thoughts, the little compassion we do have. Jesus, anything in your hand is blessed. Yes, broken, but multiplied. So that all needs are met and that our cup runs over. Father, we present our body as a living sacrifice. Holy unto you, that's our reasonable service. Spirit of the living God, we ask that you would breathe life over our body. Both the natural body as well as over us spiritually. We thank you that you speak a blessing over us, that we're blessed in the city and we're blessed in the field. Everything we touch prospers. Our children prospers. Our homes prosper. Our spouses prosper. We prosper. We have health in our body. Hallelujah. We're redeemed. From the curse of sickness. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in us and it quickens even our physical body. Lord, we thank you as we present our physical body to you that you bless it from the crown of our head to the bottom of our feet. We are blessed. You fill our mouth with things, and our youth is renewed like that of an eagle. Thank you for renewing organs, lungs, gallbladders. Father, there's nothing too difficult for you. We thank you for your healing virtue, Lord. We thank you. Your word says healing is the children's bread. Your body was broken for us that we might be healed. Your word says, by your stripes we were healed. We thank you, Father God, to strengthen our physical body, that we would have the physical capacity to do what you've called us to do and to live the life that you have ordained for us. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. We thank you, Father God, for joy this morning. Joy unspeakable, filled with glory, filled with majesty all the day long. All the day long, Father, we've been with you. 
We can say that because Christ in us is the hope of glory. Let us respond accordingly. We cast all our cares on you. You care for us. You who have begun a good work in us, you will perform it. You will complete it. You will see us to the end, Father, because we align ourselves up with the truth and the reality of who you are. But moreover, Lord, with the truth and reality of who we are in you. Father, we will not be conformed to this world. It is not our standard. It is not our standard of success or failure, good or bad. For we refuse to continue to graze at the tree of good and evil. Lord, we choose to eat the bread of life, to eat from the tree of life in the midst of our garden, for we are your workmanship. We are your garden. You are the vine dresser. You dress us. You prune us. You make us better. Father, you cut off the sucker branches that would drain the life out of us and to keep us from bringing forth a harvest. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God, for every creative miracle that you're doing in our lives. Lord, we thank you. That even that which was broken from birth, we ask you for a created miracle. In the name of Jesus. We ask for creative miracles in the lives of our children, Father. We ask for creative miracles in our bodies, Father. We ask you for creative miracles in our finances. Father God, restore the joy of our salvation. Be our strength, our helper, our keeper. We put our trust in you. Some trust in horses and some in chariots. God, but we will remember your name. In the name of Jesus, we have the victory. You are the I am that I am. Every need met. In the name of Jesus. Every need met. In the name of Jesus. We are your people, God the fruit of your pasture. 
Lord, we began this discussion about a newspaper article about the increase in exorcism that the Vatican has been experiencing and that even in Italy, I believe, that there is a hotline for people needing help. The world is crying out for help. Because of the seduction of media, the ability to seduce a whole world with one message, with the ability to communicate one speech to everyone. Throughout the world, it is amazing to me in countries that are considered third world, there's still access to cell phones and computers. That in the last day, Father, I see. Father, our young people have been trained in a world filled with brainwashing and seduction. Lord, we recognize that if it were not for your grace, we would be the same thing, sucked right into some vortex, some black hole, seduced by the lies of this world. We see the setup, Father. We see the setup for the Antichrist. We see the setup for the one world government. We see the setup for one banking system. We see the setup, Father, of controlling the minds of the masses through media. Lord, we recognize that the days that we live in are evil. But your word says to arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And though darkness covers the earth, we will arise and shine in you, Lord, and be the beacons of light that draw people into truth. But, Father, We can't tarry long in this place. And you said in your word, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that built it. So, God, we don't have time for vain labor. And for some of us, we need to grab the oxygen mask and take the first breath of life. <laughs> I'm just seeing this like when you're in the airport, airplane, and they tell you about your oxygen mask. And I know in our congregation, we've been singing songs about breathe on me. God, 
And the stewardess says, in order to help those around you, you need to first fill your lungs with oxygen. So this morning as we gather together for prayer, we take a deep breath and inhale. Everything that we need physically, financially, emotionally. We breathe it in, God, the fresh breath of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God, for a fresh wind of your Spirit. Father God, we thank you even for the blowing away of everything that's not like you in our life. We thank you that the wind of change is our portion as we begin to access the heavenly in behalf of those we love. Father, we recognize that people will not understand and they may not See it the way we see it. But for mercy's sake, God, we continue on the path of coming to know you more clearly every day. Lord, I thank you that we will not be deceived. We will not be drawn into something that is deception. But, Lord, we will not deny your power and your presence in our lives. We will not deny how you have taught us, how you have brought us into a very fruitful place in you. Father, show us how to navigate on treacherous winds. I'm even remembering the Apostle Peter that on a stormy night, Father, well, actually, at first, there wasn't even a mention of the wind. Jesus called Peter. Peter stepped out of the boat and began to walk on water. Then a storm blew. The winds came. Peter took his eyes off Jesus and put it on the situation. Father, we recognize that it's still the same tactic of the enemy. That as we begin to step out on faith and begin to walk the water, confident that we can get where God wants us then the enemy sends a contrary wind. And we focus our attention on that wind. Not on the destination. Forgetting those things which are behind us, we press toward the mark of your high calling. Not in our destination, Father. But Lord God, we begin 
to chase the wind. Forgive us, Father, for being caught up in our situation. So much so that we can't focus on our destination. Father, this morning we press past the problem into the promise. We won't let the problem trip us up. The things that we see and are experiencing that we know have been sent by the evil genius to move us off our target, whether it's finishing a dissertation perspective, finishing our education, creating a home environment that glorifies you, building business and ministry. We thank you, Father God, that every need in our home is met. We receive emotional support from your very presence inside of us. We recognize that we may be alone, but we're not lonely. For we commune with your spirit every day. And that it's available to us 24-7. Thank you, Father God, that we're learning to access the heavenly as part of our preparation, Lord. That we ourselves are being enlightened with words of wisdom, words of knowledge. And we eat the first fruit of our. We receive the first fruit of our revelation that you really are a God that meets every need. In my mind's eye, I see a tree. Thank you for the tree of life. Thank you for bountiful blessings. Leaves that are healing for the nation. That as your strong oak tree, where you said your children, our children should be like oak trees in the house of the Lord. How much more so your children, that we represent the strength and the bounty of our Father that we're able to bless many and the multitude, that our roots go down deep and we are strong and stable, like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. We bring forth our fruit in its season, according to Psalms 1.1. Father, we thank you for the surety of your word. Your word we hide in our heart that we won't sin against you. When the evil genius sends the contrary wind, your word, the truth of who you are, is our stability. 
Lord, we learn from Peter that we don't have to lose our footing. That we can be sure-footed if we don't take our eyes off Jesus. Father God, we thank you. Lord, I know in our lives there are contrary situations that's been sent by the enemy to blow us off target. There are some personal things that I need to face this morning, and I don't know about the other people on the line, but, Father God, I know that you said that I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath, that you have given me specifics in terms of my own life and my destination. And I know, Father God, that if you're speaking it to me, you're speaking it to your other children. For we are all your favorite. We are all your favorite children. And you know how to give each of us what we need when we need it. For you are the perfect father. Nothing catches you by surprise. So when you made a promise, the provision is already there. The healing is already there. Our deliverance is already there. Our hope is already there. Father, we step out of the boat, out of our comfort zone, and we pursue Christ with a passion. We walk on water. We walk above the situation and the circumstance. We will not drown. We will not fall. For you have shown us the solution. We speak to the wind, and we say, peace be still, in the name of Jesus. For our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Peace is our portion. Peace in our minds, peace in our bodies. Peace, Father. Thank you for a peace that passes all understanding. Doesn't make any sense. I should be nervous. I should be concerned. But I have peace. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. Thank you, Father God, for strengthening us. to stand in the high place as your priest, calling to the multitude, be healed, saved, delivered, and set free, that we can show them even where the nails have pierced our hands as we have taken up our cross and we have chosen to die daily 
so that the truth of who you are will be resurrection life in us. We lay aside every sin, every weight that does so easily beset us, that we might run the race looking unto Jesus. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Bid us come, Lord Jesus. We will not be afraid. For you have not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. You are on our side. You are the good shepherd. We hear your voice, your voice. There are many voices in the world, Lord Jesus, clamoring for our attention. But we hear your voice. We are your sheep. We don't follow the voice of a stranger. We hear your voice in all the voices of the world, and we choose to submit ourselves to you, your process. We follow your voice. Thank you for divine protection. I am reminded, Father, I say this so that others may hear. I am reminded that there could be a thousand sheep and many sheep herders. But a sheep is trained to respond to the voice of his shepherd. So when one shepherd calls out to a thousand sheep, his 250 will find him because they know his voice. Father, we hear the voice of the good shepherd crying, calling out to us to come out from among them and be made separate, be made whole, complete, that salvation, lacking nothing. Father, we hear the voice of the good shepherd, the voice of a stranger we will not follow. Those contrary voices we will not respond to. But we take up our cross. We follow you. We pursue the voice of our good shepherd. We know and trust that where he's calling us to, he has supplied. He will care for us. It is all part of our destiny. And anything that we walk away from, Our fears, our loneliness, our habits, addictions, relationships, whether they be good, bad, or indifferent, doesn't matter what they feel like or seem like. It may be the perfect job, the perfect opportunity. But you have called us, and we know you have. 
So we choose to follow you. We choose to trust in you with all our heart, lean not to our own understanding. In all of our ways, acknowledge you. You will direct our path. You know exactly where we're supposed to be. You know who's assigned to our lives, Father. You know where we're supposed to minister today. Maybe all we're supposed to do is minister to you. But you know the path that you have for us. For you are our good shepherd. You are Jehovah Rohi. You are our shepherd, our guide. We follow you as a deer pants for the water. We long for you. And Lord, as we look at the articles like that which was written about the Vatican and the need for additional exorcism and all of these things and um, true blood and twilight and all of the things that are emphasizing blood, blood sacrifice, Salem, all of the evilness that we see that's being transmitted in order to seduce a whole world, Father. You have yet made a way of escape for us and for all of humanity that would dare to leave their place of bondage and follow the voice of the Good Shepherd. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You saw it. You saw the 21st century, and you saw our flesh. And you made provision for our victory, God. We line our lives up with your truth. Your word is truth. And we go out into the highways and the byways in our sphere of influence. And we take this truth with us. We take the anointing that rests upon us, that dispels darkness, so that others might see the light of Jesus Christ. For you said that if you are lifted up, you will draw all men to you. Father, some of us have assignments that we're looking at that we dread, Lord. We ask you, we thank you, Father, that even as we take the test, we pass it. We will not dread or have anxiety about anything. We're bold as the lion of the tribe of Judah. Father, I'm reminded in the Old Testament, they sent Judah first. Hallelujah. They sent praise first. Lord, I ask that you fill our mouth with praise this morning. That's the good thing, the fruit of our lips, giving you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Ah, we bless your name, Lord. 
Your name is above every name. Your name is above anything that we have to deal with today, Father. We receive your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your name. You said you inhabit the praises of your people, Israel. We are by the blood of Jesus engrafted into your into your lineage, God. We thank you that this morning that you inhabit our praises. You come, sit down, make yourself comfortable in the midst of our praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You alone are God. We recognize your sovereignty. We recognize your holiness. Hallelujah. You are Jehovah Nisi. Your banner over us is love. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God, you lift up a standard against him. Hallelujah. In our life, the banner is raised. Glory to God. We praise and magnify you, God. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are our peace. You are Jehovah Nisi. You are Jehovah Sikhanu. You are righteous. We have made perfect by the blood of Jesus. We thank you for your righteousness. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. You are you are provision, God. Everything about you is provision. You made the heavens and the earth. You continually, Father, you have released the creative forces in the universe to be at our beck and call. You gave us dominion, Father, and we have been recreated according to the blood of Jesus. So we speak, Father God, to every situation and circumstance in our life, even our own bodies, Father God. You stepped out of heaven. And you said, let there be, and there was. Then you turned around and you told us life and death is in the power of the tongue. Father, we take authority over every situation and circumstance in our life. Why? Because you have given us authority. God, you are awesome and you are mighty. You are a great God, a wonderful Father. You are a provider. You knew what we would need when we would need it and the way that we would need it. And then if that was not enough, you gave us your son, the very precious blood of Jesus. Oh, how precious is that flow that makes us white as snow. You said, let us reason together. Though our sins be as scarlet, you will make them white as snow. Why? Because you knew that the blood of Jesus was coming. So even in the Old Testament, when it was decreed, you saw the end from the beginning because you are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. That's why you said you can cause all things to work together for our good because you've seen the end, Daddy, and you know that we win. Hallelujah. You know everything that we've gone through to get to this morning, and we win. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday, five minutes ago or a second ago, the truth of the matter is that we win. Father God, we catch the win. <laughs> we are victorious. We catch the win, W-I-N-D, of the Holy Ghost. And like an eagle, we soar. 
above our situation and circumstance, above the chatter of the earth. We take our seats in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So my prayer for you, my friends, that throughout today that you would ride the wind of the Holy Spirit and that you would walk in your wind, W-I-N, hallelujah, that was brought by victory of the cross through the blood of Jesus. For you are Father's trophies. You are his declaration to the universe that he is God, and he will not be dethroned. Take your place today. Take your place today. Walk in the authority today that God has given you. May the joy of the Lord be your strength throughout today. May everything you touch be victorious. And favor rests upon you. Favor, 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 favor. And don't be afraid to ask for favor. For you are the child of the living God. He is your portion. He is your provider. So until tomorrow, 630, have a great blessed day. This has been Win Community Prayer Call. If I have not answered your prayer specifically, I trust the Holy Spirit that he will meet you at your need. He's not giving you a spirit of fear. Shake it off, regardless of what it looks like. Don't forget you win. You are the victor in this fight. The fight is fixed. God is forever established in heaven. May he forever be established in your heart. 724-444-744 for Eastern Standard Time. Monday through Friday, 630 to 730. Join us. Have a great day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.